Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, a D&D play podcast set in the home-brewed world of Jekyll. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. I almost said tune time again. Theater of the Mind Flayer, the podcast that you chew 10 times before you swallow that thing. I'm Jacob Mation. I have seized total control over this podcast from Caleb for uh, the next couple of episodes. We're going to run a fun one shot called the Hasty Rigatage. Ooh, sorry, can you say that again? The Rigatage? The Hasty Rigatage. What's a Rigatage? I've eaten that. That's tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said hasty. Did I say hasty or tasty? Uh, I thought you said tasty. I heard what I wanted to do. Hasty. 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 <laughs> the hasty rigatage. The hasty rigatage. We've got the usual suspects here. We've got Caleb Daddle. What's up? We've got Lucas Pearson. Hello. We've got Luke Sykes. Hi, I confused myself with your name. <laughs> We've got the two Lukes. We've got Dana Lester Serafini. Hey, hey. We've got Danielle Butlin. Hello. Welcome. I'm very excited to run this brand new one shot with you guys. How are you feeling? Feel good, man. Pressure's off. Came with my can of Guinness. Just gonna <laughs> sit back and relax. Um, and the... yeah, I got drawn into this magical story that you've created for us. Yeah, cool. Don't oversell it just yet. Luke and Dalen, you were on holidays recently. Yeah. How were they? Oh, so nice. I mean, it's nice to be home. That's always that, like you get to the end of your holiday and no matter how good it is, you're always like, ah, oh, home to my own bed. Yeah. But I just great. I drank four croissants a day. The only problem with going to Czech Republic when you can't drink beer is it's just so painful because everyone also tries to hand you beer no matter what you do and you have to be like, no, I can't. They're like, Yes, of course you can. And you're yeah, like, no, yeah, I'm yeah. allergic. Yeah. I, can't. Yeah, yeah. I really can't. So they just brought me vodka instead. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be complaining. That sounds <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just as well. I need to live there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm planning. Well, we'll see what, we'll see what happens. So this adventure is one set in the future from our current campaign. Uh, we'll get into that shortly. But before we begin, I would like everyone to roll a D100 and we're going to get some Uh-oh. random magical items. Thank you for the folly work. Danielle. Are we saying them? Yeah, Danielle, what'd you get? <laughs> 27. 27. You got boots of striding and springing. Oh. Okay. Boots okay. of striding and springing. Dalen, what did you get? I got 10. Did you roll the second dice? No. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be 100. Two zeros. So that's a 100. Okay. okay. Hey. You have winged boots. Woo! Yeah, uh, baby. The best magical item. Flying raccoon. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, some cool boots. <laughs> Luke. 88. 88. You get a medallion of thoughts. What does that do, do I know? You can look it up while we move on to the next person. Lucas. I got a 26. Can I ask a question, Jake? Yeah. Before you tell Lucas his mm-hmm. thing. I haven't seen the list, obviously, of, of these magic items. Are there, like, really, really powerful stuff in there? Or is it more just kind of, like, uh, if you, flavor stuff? Like, is there, like, a... It depends on the magic table. There's A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, and I is the highest. So I okay. is, like, plus three stuff. Okay. You're currently in the mid-range. All right, okay, right yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no absolute shit. You got braces of defense. <laughs> <laughs> I have none. So that'll good. help. Bracers yeah. of defense. And Caleb? Uh, 46. 46. Here we go. Come on, give me some good Isn't this exciting? Come on, I feel like I'm in Vegas again. That Let's one, go. You got the helm of teleportation. Oh! oh. That sounds what? pretty good. Oh, fuck I just get to listen to people's fucking I wonder what that does. <laughs> I, think I, I think I got something that, like, my character has naturally. Yeah, that's like, what Caleb happened that last time. Yeah. We, this wasn't on air, folks. We played it. We played a we game. We played D&D for fun, <laughs> for as, fun well. as well. <laughs> Multiple times a week. But I was playing a character based off Spider-Man. And I got a, a wand of webs, which gave me my ability to cast the web spell, which I already had very much focused my character on. So it was very pointless. What's his name? Uh, Peter. Nice. <laughs> yeah, how long did it take Gone. to work that out? That wonderful Like <laughs> 45 uh, minutes an hour. <laughs> like I did not pick up. Correct? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So that should help you out a little bit, you soft, soft boy. I can detect on something here. <laughs> and I can't believe Luke got the medallion of thoughts. Now every little fucking NPC that I throw in there, he's going to cast it on. I'm going to have to think of an inner thought monologue for them. Fuck this guy. <laughs> the other thing I also want to say is that you guys, a lot of you have the lucky trait, whether it's a racial trait or you've just chosen it as a feat, which is absolutely fine. To spice things up a little, 
Anytime you use the luck feat, we are going to roll on the wild magic table for the fun of it. Hey. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Spice this thing up. Well, without further ado, how about we jump into the hasty rigatage? of the mind flare. 100 years in the future from our current campaign, from where we left Biasjor and Edorath and Sephiroth and Agnar. We come to Jakael, a changed Jakael. In the sky, the single eyeball now has four other friends with it, various sized eyeballs staring down on the land. The main island, comprised of Severe and Neodract and the Badlands, has taken a turn for the worse over the last hundred years. The forward kind of momentum of society halting due to some unforeseen circumstances and an unknown entity that has elevated and helped the people of Bok to transcend from their somewhat rudimentary lifestyle. But that doesn't concern you guys. <laughs> you guys are adventurers from various adventuring troops and you know in these lands that you take any job nowadays, regardless of what it is. That is how dire things are at the moment. You've each had a stranger come up to you and ask you to meet them on the cliffs in front of the Delkemp Valley. As the sun peaks up over the east, as it rises early, early dawn, we find a lone furbolg sitting atop of a nice horse on the edge of a cliff. Aiden Kerr, would you like to introduce yourself, please? <laughs> Did you just remember what accent you were doing when you made this? No, no, I remember. Aiden's a very Irish name. Aiden Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, someone's going to listen to this episode and be like, the, 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 the Furbolg, really authentic Irish accent. But for some reason, I just couldn't, Murphy just didn't really sound like it was a good Irish accent. In my defense, uh, the, this, this character was created for a previous okay. <laughs> social event. The event right. was that we put up a poster of you and just pointed at <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even invited. That's fucking rude. <laughs> you were there. No, you weren't there. Well, my picture there. was you there. there. Yes, Aiden Kerr is... <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I'm sure you do great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, this is this is the fun she's part. You can Irish, roast. She's doing Noofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> uh, apologies to to everyone, everyone for this. You see, Aiden. She's just about. It's hard to tell because she's sitting on a horse, and the horse is very big, but she's also very big. Uh, she's about mm, seven foot tall. Um, very lightly furred all over, little dopey, droopy ears. Um, she's also wrapped in some very dusty looking linen robes. And you see she's got a, a staff strapped to her back and a small satchel. Lovely. As you sit there atop your horse, you hear the... <coughs> of another one coming up behind you. Seated on the back of it is a male tabaxi by the name of Briar the Bandit Bryson. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, so Briar the Bandit is a, a raccoon tabaxi. So he's got like, <laughs> the classic little black mask markings and black stripes. And he's wearing a little uh, leather vest with like tons of pockets all over mm -hmm. it. And over his shoulder, he's got a little leather satchel that like clinks as he's moving and he's like he's never still like his hands are constantly moving even as he's on the horse and he's just like touching everything around him and and patting things he's like five three he's not the tallest he's a he's a tiny little sucker you trot up behind this enormous furbog who's just kind of staring out over the valley in front of them you uh oh. you come here often <laughs> <laughs> no Ah, damn, I was really hoping for some local intel, you know, just someone who knows the way around. Sorry, I've I know, I'm a bit of a shock. You're, you've got a lot of Oh yeah, I got a lot going. Energy. My mother told me that always growing up. Right. <laughs> and as you're sitting there, he just reaches over and starts touching your face no. <laughs> with his hand. 
sense. Well, that's pretty nice, actually. <laughs> do you mind? Do you mind just? Sorry, yeah, behind? I don't really have very good eyesight, so I have to go by feel. No, that's fine. Can you go up to the left? As oh, yeah. this is sure. happening. That's oh, oh, oh Murphy, God. you are riding up on top of a slightly smaller, a Shetland pony, if you will. (laughs) On top of a Shetland pony, making your way over, you see this raccoon tabaxi patting the face of this furry, enormous furbolg. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? So, yeah, you see on his little pony a gruff-looking dwarf. He's probably about four and a half feet tall, wearing a black pinstripe suit. Very (laughs) dapper-looking gentleman with a, Mm. like, bowler hat on top with kind of these like runes that move on top of the hat and he comes over and he and he says well boys what's going on over here oh hey hey nice to meet oh, you that, <laughs> nice oh, to meet you just, too sorry all right i gotta i gotta switch people oh. there's a new there's a new person oh, here hi okay, that's fine <laughs> Sorry. I'm Briar. I'm going to touch your face. <laughs> and he just reaches out. He, uh, he, he kind of swats your hand, but he doesn't seem too, too myth. And he goes, the name's Maffy, see? Aiden. Aiden Care. Aiden, eh? Nice to meet you. And he, he puts his hand out. You too. Aiden gives a very, very firm handshake. Maybe sounds like we're from like the same part of town or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. You ever heard of the Bubble Boys? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I uh I'll take your word for it. Sounds What, sounds what brings like you folks out, out here? I'm uh looking for someone. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the clippy clop of horses. You look around Mafi and you see a, a tiny tiny figure atop of a very very beautiful steed and you have a thought and you go, "Well shit, they gave me this tiny little pony." This guy's small. I could ride a big, big pony like that. As Thoki shows up, introduce yourself, please, Thoki. So on this giant steed, you see this three foot tall halfling. Think like Ganondorf's horse. You see this like three foot tall halfling. He's got this purple helmet on that's like smooth on the top of the helmet, and then out the back, you see could possibly look like a rat tail if you weren't looking that closely. So then you look, and it's actually the tail of a rat. It's on the back of the helmet. He takes off the helmet, and underneath you have, like, this dirty blonde hair pulled, slicked back into a little decent man bun. He's got fantastic-looking features. He's a beautiful specimen of a small human. Can't wait to touch that face. <laughs> <laughs> his armor is purple, purple cuirass. Uh, and on his arms, he's got, like, this silver... A heavy plate that looks like it's skin tight, showing off his muscles, his rippling muscles. And uh, he looks at you and goes, Okay, what do we got here? What are we doing? Uh, this is a rather weird looking bunch of ragtag group. What are you? Oh, uh, me, yeah, I got, I confuse a lot of people because, like, technically I'm a tabaxi, but, like, my mom fucked a raccoon at some point, so. Who knows? <laughs> That's all right. My dad fucked a goat. No, that was my brother. My brother fucked a goat, so it's fine. It's runs and fast. Ah, uh, cool. Hey, I know I just met you, but, like, can I touch your face? Sure. Thanks. And he just reaches out a paw and just, like, softly starts mapping your face. Sorry, I, I gotta do it to everybody. Can I touch yours? No one ever asks me that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And I just start giving you a nice calming stroke. Like, you are a beautiful specimen of a being. Holy shit, I like this campaign. <laughs> you mean I could have fucked PCs and not NPCs this whole time? The name's Maffy, see? Isn't it Maffy, uh? Maffy C, it's a, a word I say at the end of sentences, see? <laughs> okay, that's an interesting getup you're wearing. What is it you're wearing? Tailor-made Severian silk, see? The finest you can get this side of Bacht. Oh, okay, so when does this C come at the end of sentences? <laughs> Whenever I feel like it, see? <laughs> I'm a bit of a boss man, see? I throw it in whenever I want. See? Nope. Oh. <laughs> see? <laughs> I don't see. Have you guys see? What about you? So I, I'm I'm Foki. I have to look at my own name. Foki, what's yours? Aiden. Aiden. You're very shiny. I am very shiny. It comes with the trade, unfortunately. With the trade? Yes. Which would be being the bastard son of a god. Oh, I thought right. that face. Felt okay, god-like. that kind of shiny. I... Yes, I uh, can't be embarrassing my father now, can I? No, I suppose they would have quite high dress standards 
gods. I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, monks, it's weird, right? Because monks, we we really don't dress very well, and yet we're meant to Well, I'm a monk, like see? God and, all right. No. Oh, yeah. Look at these bad boys. And Maffy cho- shows you his fists up and he puts them up in the air. We're, we're very different monks, aren't we? I studied in the school of hard knocks. <laughs> right. I didn't go there. No. Oh, sorry. I can't really, I can't, I don't actually have very good eyesight, but if you could just hold out your hands, I'm, I'm just going to touch them and then I'll be able to. Oh, shit. Holy moly. You see uh, a figure holding a stopwatch looking down at it. <laughs> One hand is in a trench coat, fedora covering his eyes. You're looking <laughs> down on him and you realize he's around like 5'4". He's really short. Biff Bronson, the half-elf, yes. shows up. I kick my foot out and just lift his hat with my foot. I pull it back down. Oh my god, this is... I'm just gonna push my horse it and, seems try I'm and on time. try and sidle up a little closer and just reach out a no. hand. No. Well, all right, I guess I can't argue against that. Consent is consent. Um, right on time for what, friend? Well, you all converged here. We did. I'm on time for that. He's right on time for me. <gasps> you turn around and you see your classic dark stranger. <laughs> a good TDH. You see a, a good looking TDH. He is tall. He is stocky. He appears to have a reddish hue to his skin with gold bands around his wrists. He lifts his hood off and he's got little nubs, little nubs of horns on his head. A furrowed brow and large gold earrings. This is an enormous man. He's around eight foot tall. Oh, there we go. Finally a tall one. Pretty much, yeah. But he's on a horse that's equal to your um, your horse. And he says, I appreciate you all coming here at this point. Uh, your friend there is correct. You are right on time. There's a crackle to his voice. A strange crackle to his voice. You're all here to find Galabri, I believe. Galabri Hedder. Yes. Uh, yeah. Dude owes me money. So, uh, yeah. I believe you'd refer to her as a dudette, possibly, as well. Oh, right. I couldn't really tell. It was a very dark bar when I saw them, (laughs) so. And I don't have very good eyesight, so. How many fingers am I holding up? Seventeen. Lucky guess. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't know the name of the person I'm chasing. I just know that they have something of mine. Interesting. They have something of mine as well. Oh, yeah. They have quite the sticky fingers. You could say that, yeah. What about you? Are they a frog? N- no, 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 I'm pretty sure they're not a frog, no. That lady got our hands on some of my precious cargo. What do you ship? What is your precious cargo? I can't say C, but it's very important, very wealthy. You can't say C? Can't okay. say. You can't say the letter C. C? I do see, yes. S-E-E-C? Trying to get him to say D. I've been trying to get him to say O, B. Just, it's always C. I'm the boss man. I say what I want, see? You're in no char- one's going to tell me otherwise. You're in charge of this group, is that correct? That's right, see? I have a lot of experience. Um, whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa. I, I don't do hierarchies. He turns to uh, Biff and Thoki, and he goes, Insulation's not okay. Get them, boys. And he nods, he nods over at, <laughs> at, at uh, the Briar taxi just room. reaches into his little <laughs> leather bag and he brings out two bottles and he smashes them <laughs> on each other. Whoa, 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 don't waste good mead. Oh, no, they're empty. Oh, no, they're empty. Oh, okay. Do it, do it again. <laughs> a lot of muxing guile. I like it. I like it. Ain't nobody going to take me for a ride. You'll do well in the bubble, boys. You'll do well. Oh, it was just a test, huh? It was a test. It's always a test. <laughs> I passed. You passed. Welcome to the bubble, boys. Cool. And he just throws the bottles <laughs> over his shoulders. Where's this at, tiefling? Well, funny you should ask, bubble boys. I'm glad you came down here. You're now the bubble so we boys. We're now okay. What about you, mysterious one? Mm. I'm here to make sure that this is the proper timeline. He looks at you curiously. And he says, I'm not sure this is the proper timeline. What with what's happened in the last mm, hundred or so years. Mm, 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 mm. It is a timeline that has been hampered by a certain powerful individual who has ascended and decided that it is their destiny to be the one to roll the world or run things or tell us what is right and wrong. Deity shit. We've all heard of the Messiah, see? You have. 
What do you know of the Messiah? Well, I am a god. So what Messiah are we talking about? You're a god? I'm the son of a god. Son of a god? Is that god? the same thing? He's talking about the individual from Bakht, the descended, and challenged the gods, and is running around spouting erratic things, if I could make up a word, to do with... Over, but watch myself, counselor. I, I, the lawyer in you is showing. I think the, the word saying. is heretical. No, I mean just as I don't know about from fancy one words. to another, it's heretical. All I know no, is that okay. the Messiah did a lot of good things for for Bakht. Wow! And now they're well, here I mean, on they're this land trying to spout nonsense. They're converting people. People are starting to believe what they're saying, which brings me to what I need you to do. And he looks out down over the valley that's 200 or so feet below you. And he points at the western end as the sun rises in the east. And he says, As the sun rises, the hasty rigatash will come around that bend. Aboard is Galabri Hatter and an item that I need that she was supposed to get for me. You get me one or the other, and you'll be heavily rewarded. You want the hasty rigatash? I want the item aboard the hasty rigatash. I want the Baylarn stone. It's a ship? It is a ship of sorts. The stone's a ship? The stone. No, no, no. The ship's a stone. No. Oh. The ship, ship is a ship. A stone. The stone oh. is a stone aboard the ship. A stone made of oh. stones. On the ships. ships. It's a stone that a came. A stone made of ships. It's a stone that cracked from Bakht, from the River Ava, as it raised into the air. That stone has magical properties that I really, really could do with. Ah, cool, 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 cool. I see. Failing that. I, underwear that fits you? No. Nothing can create underwear that fits me. <laughs> <laughs> I am packing right now. <laughs> can I have a feel? <laughs> He considers it. Roll a roll a roll a persuasion check. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. He says, "If you complete this task, bring me the stone and the girl. You may have a feel." Great, cool, thanks. <laughs> you see, Aiden just like squeak a little at that sort of <laughs> interaction. He's the only tall one here. Like you're all. Tiny. Whatever. <laughs> I just I just look for compensation where I can get compensation. <laughs> Talking about compensation. I feel like mm. I'm looking at a bunch of power bottoms here. <laughs> Seems like a stone like this sounds like it's worth a pretty penny, eh? You said hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boss man. I say what I want, boo. <laughs> I feel like we're making progress. <laughs> My point is, that sounds like it's worth a pretty penny. Hey, name your price. Well, what does the stone do? The stone gives the user certain influential properties that I need in order to stop people following the quote-unquote messiah of Bakht. Right, well, any contract I do, when I hear the word need, I just add 500 gold to it. Just as like a bonus, because if you really need that, you really need it. Yeah, oh boy, we, could policy, just eh? keep we should it, do it for free. Right? Uh, who the fuck are you? For free, you say? If this figure still has my item, then I do it for free. If they don't have my item, you give me my item after. This other tiefling cheated me at cards and uh, stole some money, so I'm already down money. So I would really like to make some money off of this. You know what I mean? You will get money. The magic item you speak of. Are you talking of my order? You she has my package that I was. I took a day off of work. I sat at home all day, and then I get a message in my brain saying your package was tried to be delivered, but no one is home. It's like, bitch, I'm home. Open the door. I see her fucking teleporting away. She has my fucking package. The real life is seeping into this one, isn't it? Amazon, <laughs> sort your shit out. No, it's fucking FedEx. Of course, it's oh. FedEx. <laughs> this is not Purolator. They're the worst. Oh, God. Yeah. Seems like we gotta find this tiefling, eh, regardless of the job. Sure. That is the too. job. Exactly. See? Personal and financial. Who invited this guy? I did. I invited you all because you all have something in common. You need to find her. Except for you. You, I don't know why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but I invited him to another job nearly 40 years ago. And this is the first I've seen of him since. He looks good at 40. How old are you? You never ask a man his age. Once I feel his package, I'll be able to tell. Right, uh, so can I get like a ballpark on money? Name your price. Free. Free for you. I'll say, uh, 
let's do 750 gold. You. As the leader of the group, see, uh, I take the biggest cut. I, so What's the group C? You keep saying group C. It's the third group doing this. Group A and B have already left. <laughs> we're all the bubble boys now, see? No, we're just the bubble boys. This is going to get real old real quick. <laughs> hey. I said name your price, name your 2, price. 2,000 gold pieces and not a penny less. You. My package for the insurance that is you covers it. I can get you your item. I don't really care about your stone, but if I bring you the tiefling, let's say 2,000 gold. Jesus Christ, I lowballed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. This is an important job, an imperative job, and indeed the fate of belief itself hinges on it. Would 5,000 gold each do? Oh, yeah. Sounds Holy good moly. Me. Plus your other no, little thanks. promise that you already made me. And he just we'll split his share. <laughs> he, looks at, uh, he looks at you, Briar. He just kind of nods solemnemly as, it's, 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 as, if, as if he is saying, deal. Excellent. Donate my share to the closest orphanage. Done. I was going to do it for 750 so 5000 <laughs> is amazing. He holds out an enormous red hand with slightly sharpened nails to shake each of your hands. And as he does, it's very warm. As he does, I cast Thaumaturgy. Mm -hmm. Does this allow me to create a little bit of wind and blow his head back? Uh, he took his hood off. Mm -hmm. You've seen the nubs of his horns. You've seen his red face, his furrowed brow, his dark eyes. Yellow teeth, but... Is she your daughter? No, she's a tiefling. But you're red with claws and a horn nubs. You're either Hellboy or you're it's your daughter. <laughs> it's a very racist assumption. <laughs> well, are you a tiefling? I could be polymorphed. I could be disguised as something else as that I'm not. As he reaches out to shake, shake Briar's hand, Briar uses both hands and just pats frantically <laughs> around his big hand. It's like, it's like a hot mug of coffee almost that you're touching. Not unpleasant, but warm, really fucking warm. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> spicy. Can I make an inside check on this? I'm so yeah, what are you trying to find out? <laughs> I'm just trying to find out if he's good for his word on oh, like yeah. business deals if yeah. there's maybe anything that he's like purposely not telling us about the job as well yeah go ahead and roll an inside check that is 24 he is 100 percent good for his deal as far as you can tell you yeah. look into his eyes he's dead serious about this he wants this done but there's clearly something he's not telling you whether mm. it's about the Baylor stone or whether it's about galabri He's not being completely honest about either of those things, but he's being completely honest about the money's the money's good. Yeah. Can I do a, like a, a history check on like trying to think about the the Baylor stone? You can make an Arcana check. Oh, I can do that. No, I can't. <laughs> Thank you for that update. 15. You know, you've heard of many when balked kind of ascended, transcended. You know of many magical items originating from there being taken and whisked across countries for people to use. Before then, there were only really three kind of artifacts and they were around Neodract. But ever since then, there's been a whole bunch more when, when Bok descended. And the Balan Stone specifically, you know that it came from the River Arbe, that it is a decent kind of, like a Chihuahua-sized stone, my unit of measurement, <laughs> a Chihuahua-sized stone that does indeed make the person who is attuned to it incredibly charismatic among other things think anyone that's ever used it that you know of that's used it um that you've heard of has used it the previous owners and such they have those televangelist kind of fanatical following mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but in previous history it, it has been known to have been shown off in museums and not actually used and he looks at you all and he says if there'll be nothing else that will be arriving the the hasty rigatash will be arriving once the sun fully raises. You'll get what that means at some point. I'm wondering if everyone's understood Aiden's name. <laughs> I have a suspicion every under everyone understands Marfi's <laughs> name. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you talking about, see? <laughs> oh, I, I hadn't. Genuinely. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You like crackers are never subtle. Wow. <laughs> They're never subtle. I just nope. put what Nothing. they are in their nickname. Yeah, yeah. Wish. Yeah. I think we all agree. 
And you watch as he nods to you all and kind of turns to a vapory sort of form and is swept away, he and his horse. I want to make... They were never there. A quick perception check to see if there's possibly any way that he's still around or in earshot or if it's some kind of, like, trick or something, do you know what I mean? Just to see if it's... Go ahead and roll... Your realize that down in the fucking dots. <laughs> 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 I was so thinking about it the whole time. time, and I was like, I can't. I don't know he has it, right? So I was like, I can't tell you to use it. <laughs> Go ahead and roll uh, your perception. Perception is fifteen. It's okay. Fifteen. New items. New no items. No sign of him at all. No sign that he was. The only sign that he was there is the hoof marks in the mm. dust. Mm. Okay. Below you, as you look over this crevasse, this this valley that has a few kind of puddles in it, but otherwise it looks completely dry and cracked as the sun is kind of halfway through rising. I throw it over to you guys. The way I see it is the stone's obviously very valuable. Why would we give it to him? We could probably get a better price. Maffy, are you having a good or bad day? I'm having a pretty good day. Noted. Thank you for asking. I pull out a notebook and note that down. I lean over the top of the horse and see what he's writing. It says... Maffy, good day. <laughs> okay. It's quite literally a note. <laughs> Fair enough, see? <laughs> well, I figure we might as well like get on the boat and like try and see what we can do and, and confront our lady and get the stone and, and then we can go from there. And then do the Bubba Boys classic, eh? See, I don't know. Ah, see? <laughs> We're getting, all, getting there already, boys. <laughs> Let's go. Bubba Boys on three. One, two, three. Bubba Boys. <laughs> yeah, not a see? boy. Hey, so see? Oh. That's a good point. We should be bubble people. <laughs> Thank you. Boys, B-O-I or B-O-Y? B-O-I-S, surely. Boys. B-O-I-Z. B-O-I-Z. I feel like boy written B-O-I is non-gender specific nowadays. Boy. Boy. Almost, yeah. But you already said doodad earlier. Dudes and doodads. That's just from Futurama, Chumps and Chumpettes. Yeah. Chumps and Chumpettes. The worst day on Talk. Where's the, let's go to the boat. Well, where's the closest like dock? I thought it was going to come around the corner when the sun rises. No. As you say that, you hear a rumble in the distance. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> you look to the west down into the valley and coming around the bend you see dust kicking up oh it's a fucking land ship you say that as if we should know what that is oh yeah no they're like totally new technology it's like owned by this guy that like made up like this way to put wheels on boats so they can like be in water or on land yeah my cousin worked for a guy like that <laughs> i'm gonna be honest Not for the guy. <laughs> i thought that was like 50 years ago so uh you are correct. It was 50 years ago. Yeah, my cousin of a cousin. <laughs> Second cousin. He's a lot older than I. Because we all know about land boats then, eh? <laughs> we all know about land boats. Yeah, I've never... Eh? You do. You, you're employed by one. You're, sorry, you, you employ <laughs> you're one for your services. You're employed by a land boat. <laughs> you guys don't know about land boats? The rumbling gets louder. I know about land boats. I, I just I, are we sure I that's like a land boat? Get a little like land sick. I mean, it's not land sick, but like yeah, we can jump, seasick, but on a boat. You can get you, you can get land sick for you, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a good time. You do see a path leading down along the cliffside that will run parallel to whatever this thing coming towards you is. And as you watch, you see coming out of the dust and around the corner these two enormous yellow and green lizards big bulky chunky boys roughly the size of two or three buses together uh, each kind of wiggling forward in the way that lizards do with the two hind legs and the two top legs kind of zigzagging together their little tails flipping about they have these bright yellow eyes and enormous blue tongues strapped to them are harnesses and as it, the dust kind of clears and they come through you see behind it five wooden carriages chained together in the middle. The other thing you notice is that there don't appear to be wheels. There doesn't appear to be anything underneath it. This thing is hovering off the ground and it is coming your way. I've eaten those before. They are tasty. This must be the taste. <laughs> High tech. All right. Lucille, go. And I just whip my reins <laughs> to get my horse uh, uh, uh. to start. Come on, get an horse. Let's go. Start I'm going to need that from everyone now. Let's go. Come on, firearm in a violin case. 
Your horse's name is... It's at the bottom of the cliff, right? I pull out a cigarette, light it, check my stopwatch, and just fall off the cliff while smoking. Excellent. You drop off the cliff. And I cast Featherfall. Excellent. You guys watch as he just steps off and drops. And as he gets halfway down, Featherfall, and he starts to just drift down slowly. You guys are galloping along the cliffside, heading down the ramp, as it were. I'm going to see that and be like, right, yeah, that's probably that's probably a better way. Right, Steve, keep going. Meet you back later. And I'm going to jump off my horse. Steve is going to keep going full pelt. And okay. I'm Make also an- going to leap, trying to leap onto the, the top of the carriage. Okay, it's still a little ways away, but we'll see oh, how you go. It? Can you make yeah. an animal handling check, please, for Steve? I can also speak to beasts. Can you Can you also make an animal handling check? <laughs> yes, yes, I can. That's uh, four. Four? <laughs> yeah. Your horse kind of <laughs> shakes its head and it kind of takes off in the direction and it looks like it's going to go down the ramp and it just kind of keeps going along the cliff face and does not go down the <laughs> ramp as you drop off the edge of the cliff. I <laughs> catch up later, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> As this is happening, the carriage is getting closer and closer, and the rumble from these lizards is is intense. It's like the stampede from uh, Lion King. They are big and they're getting closer, and they're kind of dopey looking. They're kind of they seem happier with what they're doing. They don't seem threatening at all. Uh, and you see the reins kind of head into the front carriage, um, and they're being held by a large red black-haired hobgoblin who's just kind of got goggles on to protect themselves from the dust and it's heading forward as it comes towards you what would you all like to do there are five carriages in a row you are riding kind of parallel with it as it comes past two of you however are falling off a cliff at this point as it reaches you (laughs) as it reaches you you are on the ground and it is moving fast i was trying to like leap out up and out to an because I've got yeah. my make boots of springing. Um, make an intelligence. Springing. Make an intelligence check for me. <laughs> intelligence. Uh, how far is it away? I will say at this point for you, it is it is riding straight past you, about thirty feet from you. Uh, as these other three on the horses are a bit ahead of it, kind of lining up with the lizards as they come down the ramp. You're about three or four carriages back. So just straight intelligence? Straight intelligence check. Yeah, yeah, it's 17. 17. Yeah, you spring out and you're fairly certain you've sprung out the right amount of distance to land on the carriage. Are you doing anything to slow yourself, help yourself? No? Boots um, I don't take fall damage. Well, how much fall damage do you not take? Because I will have to roll 20d6. I think it's 10 per level, Monk. Oh, I need to take slow fall, so I'm taking slow fall also. So what is the... Reduce any fall damage you take by 50. 50? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'm going to roll <laughs> 20d6 to see your damage. <laughs> you take 82 bludgeoning damage. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, you take 82, so take 50 from that. You take 32 fall damage as you land on the middle third carriage and your ankle goes and busts out from you. And you kind of go down onto one knee and you look up and you notice- Oh, fuck, that really fucking hurts. On top of the carriages, there are two strange looking guards facing away from you. We'll cut across to Biff, what are you doing? I'm going to take a quick step back, judge, do a few calculations in my head, judging the distance and attempt to misty step on above it so that I fall onto it. Okay, uh, give me a quick intelligence roll. Yeah, sure. Love Misty Step. Ooh, 19. 19, yeah. Easily, you you disappear from your space and there is a loud bang beside you, uh, Aiden, as he appears right next to you as the atmosphere kind of splits. Um, <laughs> you both notice that there are uh, two guards up either end of this carriage. As you're on top, the wind is whipping, the sand's whipping through you. They have obviously can't hear you because of the wind. You can barely hear each other. Uh, but they're currently facing, one's facing the rear, one's facing the front. Gonna shh and like gesture and point at them and then point down. And then I'm going to mime out trying to, I'm, I'm going to mime out like climbing a ladder action and then point down to the side of the, the cabin carriage. Halfway through your miming, Biff Bronson nods and walks away. Where are you walking? Uh, is there a way to get to the lower levels of the ship? You can see, think, think, think a train carriage. Mm-hmm. You are on top of a large, fast-moving train carriage that is hovering somehow. You 
Make a perception check, please, for me. 18. There is a hatch in the middle of the carriage that looks like it could be lifted in order to gain access to the main part of the carriage. I open it and walk in. Okay, make a strength check for me. No good. That's a four. You notice this, Aiden. You see him trying to, like, yeah, yeah, it's right between (laughs) the two of you. You've landed in the middle of the carriage. Like, good aim, but shit, shit fall. Uh, And he's straining and trying to lift it. We cut across to the other three of you galloping down on horses, coming down in line with the two lizards at the front. Uh, I'm going to, like, he's going to crawl up and stand on the back, (laughs) on the saddle as Lucille keeps running. Acrobatics check, please. Uh, Oh, yeah, baby. 13. 13. Yeah, a little bit of wobbliness with the sand whipping through you and like the lizards right next to you rumbling the ground, but you you get up there pretty easily. Um, And then I'm going to whistle for Lucille to slow down a little bit so that I get in line with the first carriage I'm going to go for. Very first carriage. Yeah. And then I'm going to try and uh, I'll make a perception check to see what the side of the carriage looks like. If if there's anything that I could like grab onto, if I jump and try and you, you can tell that it. there there are footings. Okay. Uh, and there are there is a door in the middle of each carriage. Okay, great. Then I am gonna try and jump off of my horse and onto the carriage. Okay, go ahead and roll uh, acrobatics. Acrobatics. Do you want to know what I'm doing while she's doing that? This <laughs> might influence it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I need that athletics check though. Un, Acrobatics, un, sorry. Unnatural 20. Perfect. Okay. What are you doing right now? I was going to ride up to be within 60 feet of the hobgoblin and use command on him. And I'm hoping the DM's going to be nice here because I can only say one word. Yeah. I want to say, whoa! To the hobgoblin. <laughs> <laughs> so then he instinctively goes like, whoa! What's the saving roll? <laughs> 15 wisdom. <laughs> if I said stop, he's not going to stop. You could say slow. You could say park. You, you <laughs> shout out, you shout out, whoa, and the words are whipped away before they even reach him. Unfortunately, he rolled too high. <laughs> Seeing Toki shout into the wind, I give a little chuckle, and I'm going to, can I see on, on the land ship, can I see Biff and Aiden from where we are? You are a little bit ahead of them, but I will say that you do notice them okay. of, and you notice the guards as well. So I'm going to, I'm going to like take the brim of my bowler hat and touch it and, and like sweep it around my head yeah. and teleport myself <laughs> and tell, teleport myself and Toki if he wishes to come on to He's got a fucked magical item. Oh, it's fucking so good. I yeah. can go anywhere. <laughs> I can literally go anywhere. You both kind of off your horses and appear right next to these two as they're trying to lift this hatch. And you look down and you see your horses kind of just kind of gallop off to the side and keep going. Um, yeah, bef- before I jumped out oh, my horse, I gave her a quick uh, pat, yeah. which she knows means that she can go yeah. off. And-, and you jump and with no problem at all you just step straight and hold on to the to the side of the and the i'm carriage. gonna very carefully crawl up on top on of top the, excellent the uh give me one more uh no with natural 20 you easily you just kind of scale the side of this door and you get up on top uh oh, yeah and baby. you look down towards the the friends of yours and you notice staring straight at you two carriages away this buff buff guard with like thick oily thighs and <laughs> thick oily chesticles and big muscles but what strikes you as odd is that from the shoulders up there are scales blue scales and blue ribbing and the head is a snake and he looks at you and he points and we cut back to you guys <laughs> as I learned, oh boys <laughs> i am used to people being Quite quiet, but you guys are ridiculous. All this popping. The bubble boy just, is always traveling style. I'm on the first train this carriage, is, so I can't yep. hear right, it. Okay, well, just, shit, my brother is the one that pops around. Well, you guys just, you weren't here, and now you're here, and that was like a pop. Well, that was him. Just saying. That was me, see? But you and you are right. Oh, I forget it. It was a mutual popping, but it was my initiation of the pop that happened, eh? <laughs> Marthy and Thoki, with, with your high uh, passive perception, you do notice that the guard to the right of you, uh, at the, towards the front of the carriage, is looking directly at 
I was going to say Sephiroth. Your name's not fucking Sephiroth. <laughs> uh, nah. Looking directly at uh, the Hansy Bandit um, with a, a scimitar on his hip that he kind of unsheathes. And you also notice that the one to the rear has now turned and is looking at you and has a split second of like, the fuck is going on here? Get him, boys. Damn, damn it. I'm going to cast Gust of Wind. Okay. I'm going to at the back to push him off. Okay. Is there a save? Yes. Okay. What's the save? DC 15 strength. DM question. Are all the train carriages linked yeah. or are they like, are they all one long No, no, no. Tube, they're linked. They... Like there's a gap between each of them. Okay. Cool. But cool, we're cool. on top of them. You're on top of them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. shit. I dropped it. Oh, that was a good roll too. How do you cast Gust of Wind? How does that appear? I just clap my hands together and yeah. the wind goes straight out. Clap your hands. And with the speed of the the train and with oh your no. gust of wind, you just see, <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> gone into the dust cloud behind. Guys, I did something. <laughs> no, that, good job, boy. Good job. Um, you see, yeah, Briar, you see this guy kind of unsheathe his scythe and jump onto the carriage between you and him. Um, I'm just going to try and wrench up the little uh, hatch on top of the carriage and try and get inside before okay. he gets to me. Make a strength check, please. Okay. 13. You yank and yank and yank, and it's obviously latched from the inside to stop <laughs> shit like this happening. Um, and you can't quite lift it as he makes his way further along the second, uh, the, the carriage between you two. I want to try and jump to, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to try and jump to right, like behind the, the, the dude. The dude. Easy enough. You kind of take a few running steps and wing spring and land behind him. Yeah. And then I want to just like, Give him a swift bap to the back of the head. Are you trying to knock him out? Are you trying to get him to fall off? Are you trying to... I'm trying to knock him out. Force. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him, boys. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. 26 to hit. 26 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll some damage for that. Mm, that's five damage. Okay. And I'm doing my... Stunning strike, if you have it. Well, I have two attacks per action. Well, you, 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 yeah, you have two attacks like per turn. Boop, boop. So you have two actions. Oh, yeah, right, right, Two right. attacks, yeah. Um, so you're going to hit him again? You get a bonus action attack as well. Yes. Or well, you get flurry blows. Yeah, but yeah. But you don't yeah. have stunning strike, but you have stunning strike. No, you do have I stunning have, strike. I have stunning yeah, strike. Yeah, so you can yeah. spend a key point to try yeah. and knock him yeah. out on this, mm, any I'm gonna of these that. four hits. I'm yeah. going to do that. Okay. So that is a DC 14 con save. So with that first hit, you bap him on the back of the neck. And he crumples like a sack of shit straight onto the thing and starts to kind of slide a little bit over the edge towards the left-hand side, the opposite side to what you jumped on. I'm just going to watch him yeah. slide. He goes and disappears below. And there's no bump. There's no thump or anything. He just disappears over the side. You guys are alone on top of the carriages. I'm going to get out my crowbar. <laughs> okay. Shit, it's harder, harder than yeah. I thought it would be. I could just... No, I'm fucking fine. I just didn't think I need my crowbar. From, but from, I... <laughs> from three carriages away, you hear, Do you need help? Oh. <laughs> She's at the first carriage, you're at the third one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're a god, so maybe you could speak a crow. I don't know. <laughs> I thunder. No, <laughs> And all you see is... Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. He and gestures and like... Fingers. And as he's like gesturing with all this like aggravation Aiden's just gonna bend over and go to like one-handed yank at the okay you're gonna have a one-handed yank yeah. <laughs> oh, I regret that where where are you having this one-handed yank at the third carriage or the first carriage or any of the other carriages I, were we on the same carriage you're on the second carriage at this I'm point I'm on the second him off. yeah and I'm, I'm on the and first and Briar's on the first and everyone else is on the third cool at the one that I'm at Okay. The one that on the second. Okay. Carriage. Go ahead and roll a strength check. I'm gonna roll with my crowbar as well. Oh, you are doing the first one. Yeah. Split party. Yeah, I love it. Strength check. Thirteen is plus four. Seventeen and a twenty-one. You guys watch from your third carriage, as at the same time these two, Briar at the first carriage and Aiden Care at the second carriage, yank off the top of the carriages, and you guys look down. And there's no ladder or anything. It just drops straight into a carriage. You, Briar, see that it, it leads to a little kind of crawl space above what looks to be a, just a flat surface with room for you to crawl in. You, Aiden, uh, look down and you see what appears to be an empty pedestal from above. An empty pedestal? Like, yep. like a... Like a... Like a, uh, like a museum? Yep. With a mystery? 100%. Okay, cool. Yep. I, 
I'm going to stick my head in first, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like bend over, butt up in, oh, butt no, up in the you. air, <laughs> and stick my yeah, head in to get a proper look yeah, around the room. You're going to your perineum or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> you nasty fuck. <laughs> While you're getting that gooch all sunned in, you look, you look in. Uh, make a perception check for me. Lovely. A 10. A 10? You look around and indeed, from what you can tell from above the carriage, you look down and this is about three quarters of the carriage or, or two thirds of the carriage uh, that you can see. And there's a wall towards the rear of the carriage that looks to be like a serving window and a door, and in the actual part of the carriage that you were in, you indeed see this empty pedestal. You look around, and in the a left corner towards the front, mm-hmm. you see a sculpture of a Vanassimo, naked, kind of posing in the thinker stance. There is also, <laughs> it's, a, it's a polished floor for some reason, like a polished marble floor, and you see on the walls various bits of, bits of art depicting abstract, what can only be, be described as abstract biracial erotica. <laughs> Aiden's gonna call out without like taking her head out of the. It's like a fucking museum in here, and then take her head out, realize, and then call call out to the rest of the group. It's like a a fucking museum in here. You look down, and again, you see a crawl space that's roughly three two to three feet oh yeah i'm gonna get fucking right in there you dive in there yeah Sweet. <laughs> you crawl into this crawl space roll a uh perception check for me are you doing this loudly quietly stealthily yeah i'll do it i'll do it stealthily i'm on my little raccoon yeah. so give me, a, give me a stealth check and give me a perception check perception uh perception that 20 excellent should have saved that for stealth. uh sorry stealth is a 13 you So perception was technically a 23. (laughs) You pop down into this crawl space. And as you pop down, you look towards the front of the train and you notice that the crawl space hits the wall and stops and hits the front wall and stops. And you look back and it hits the back wall and stops. But off to the right, it drops off before it hits the edge of the carriage. And there appears to be light from the windows in the carriage coming up from that side. Well, I'm going to go towards the light. (laughs) As you go towards the light, we cut back to the boys. (laughs) The other boys. As you watch Aiden pop her head in and pop back out and shout to you guys, and you see your tabaxi friend just go Boop, and drop into the front carriage. Who do you like better? Who should we go help? <laughs> Before we do that, Thoki, are you having a good or bad day? <laughs> this is probably one of my better days. I pull out my notebook and write that down. <laughs> How's your day going? Strange, weird, fedora, man. Biff Bronson, not great. Why not? The timeline's in trouble. Do you know why? No. In what reality? <laughs> this one. Out of how many? Many. It's bad. It's good. For you, maybe. Detect thoughts medallion. Is it surface thoughts and then you have to push deeper if you want to? One charge has to take thoughts, save DC 13. Yeah. Um, so that's you, all it says. Cool. So you rub this medallion and you hear the surface thoughts of, and all you see is him rubbing this medallion. You hear the surface thoughts of what he's immediately thinking right now after saying that. I can cross one off my list. It's not him. Excellent. Do you wish to push any deeper? He will be aware that you're doing this. Yeah, sure. Okay. So uh, make a, is it a wisdom saving throw? I rolled a 15. So I think that succeeds. That succeeds. You feel this block in his mind kind of cloud over as his eyes focus on you and this medallion that you're rubbing. And he's aware of what you've just tried to do to him. You're trying to read my mind, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Next time, please ask. <laughs> Why well, did you didn't give me a right answer? Who are you going to cross off? You. Crossing people off lists, eh? Yep. I don't quite like it. I got a tingle in my toes. Are you looking for someone who's having a bad day? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Who do we like best? Who do you want to go help? Let's go that way. And I point left, whichever one went left. I haven't asked either of them the question yet, so I have no opinion. All right, why don't we go to two, and then you can get your answer you want, and we go to one, if not. Sounds good. So you head over to Aiden Care, who 
He's just <laughs> back. We cut to Briar. You crawl towards this this kind of sh- sh- drop of a shell. And as Briar crawls, you really see the raccoon come out in him. <laughs> like his yeah. hands are just feeling every part of the surface, and like you get to the edge and you look over, and there are is a polished wooden floor and the right hand windows to the carriage. There's a gentle swaying, but other than that, you can't hear or feel any noise. It's calm in here. And you look down and you kind of look at what you are on with your 20. And you realize you are on top of what look like two first class carriage dorms, so to speak. Uh, So do I only have access to the one that I'm above or I would have... No, the hallway is completely clear. And you pause for a second with your perception as you hear footsteps kind of walking past little pitter patter footsteps and you kind of push yourself back and you hear and the, of a door opening and then a um and you hear <laughs> thank you very much and then the door shuts and the footsteps head back down to the south of the uh, the, the rear of the carriage so there there are two dorms in this hallway okay and you just heard one get something delivered to them all right I don't think it's the first one. All right, I'm going to try and drop down yeah. into the hallway as quietly as I can. We'll see how okay, the- Make another- <laughs> As I try to drop with a bag of bottles. Yeah, make, a, make a, a, a stealth check for me. That is a 23. 23, yeah. With grace, you kind of flip off and go and land on the ground without making a sound and you stop and listen. And the first thing you notice is the clear glass-like substance on the, the carriage- pointing out to the desert and you see your horses kind of galloping away. And then you also turn around and you notice that there are two doors with what appear to be a clouded glass on them and you're unable to see in and people are unable to see out and see you. So I'm not going to go towards the one that I heard open. I'm going to go towards the other one. Okay. And I'm just going to knock on the glass and I'm going to go, room service! (laughs) (laughs) You... You knock on the one closest to the rear of the train carriage, the one that wasn't, wasn't answered, and you hear a... And they... How tall are you? I am 5'3". Okay. Holy shit, you're a big raccoon. <laughs> you, see, you see the shadow in front of the door that's about a foot and a half shorter than you. The door opens and you look down and you see this beautiful... Dwarven man with a red mustache that kind of goes up into his mutton chops, but a clear chin, that kind of mustache pattern. Large, bushy red eyebrows, large, bushy hair, stocky build, but dressed in like a nice silk gown. And he says, are you there room service? Ah, shit. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was sent here with a message, but you're clearly not who I'm looking for. You said you're room service. You don't look like room service. Yeah, well, they'll, they hire anyone they can in the desert, you know. Staff is really hard to find. No, I was under the impression that Hasty Rigatash only hired goblins and hobgoblins for staff. It's part of the aesthetic. I have hobgoblin blood. How rude of you to assume <laughs> that I don't. Make a deception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> he looks you up and down and he says, Well, my, my apologies. I'm not, one, I'm not new, normally one to uh, judge a book on its cover. No, no, it's fine. I understand. You know, we're all. Right. So it's a desert. It's hot. Your brain gets a little crusty. It's fine. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so uh, wrong room, I guess. Is what wrong, you're wrong room. But if, if you would happen to know if there's a tiefling on board, uh, all I know is my boss said I'm supposed to deliver a message to a tiefling. I thought you said you worked here. I you, do. You know better than I who's on this piece of shit, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to call it. I wasn't, I wasn't given all the information because apparently there's some very important people riding on this train. Well, as you know, this train has, you know, its first class section, the, the, the kitchen and art gallery, and then the, the economy section, and then uh, the, uh, <laughs> the storage. And then at the backs where all the guards kind of sit and transport prisoners occasionally. So, you know. Right, yeah, of course, yeah. You knew all that, though. Yeah, yeah, knew yeah. all that. Sorry, I don't mean to tell you what you already did. Ordered, ordered no, 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 it's fine. No, no worries. It, right. You know, go ahead and use a refresher. Her brain's a little cut, so uh, right, right. I'll just be uh, on my way. Right, right. Okay, and he shuts the door, and as he does, you hear a voice say, Get yourself back to bed, dearie. Well, fuck. <laughs> Where would she be? Okay, first class kitchen. Back to 
So I guess we hopped down to before I'm still, we I'm still pursuing like... this avenue. I think I should let you know that if we are looking for the Baylorn Stone, I can locate it. Well, that's handy. Yeah, very handy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not with you. I would have sweared at you for not revealing that. <laughs> Located, eh? Yep. I can locate an object that is named the Baylorn Stone. Well, that's... Jake's, well, Jake's not here, wait, so I will resume DM duties. So you do it, and then you find that it's it's actually right there in front of us, and and I grab it and I go, mission accomplished, boys. Let's get out of here. Good work. Good work. That's what happens. Well, thank you very much, those teeter of the mind flare. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that one shot. Oh, hey, Jake. Well, so uh, we came right. up with a solution to this problem. Have you guys jumped down yet, or you've just? Uh, no, we're, we're still like, there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I'm just standing <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. hallway of the first carriage, like this nervously yeah. running my hands over my bag of bottles. Give me, give me a second. I pull out a stopwatch and press a button, and I'm gonna cast locate object on on the Baylorn stone. How familiar do you have to be with the object? Um. <laughs> I do not have the spell in front of Let me. Let me Google it. <laughs> uh, While this is happening, Aiden's gonna like pop up and be like, "Oh great, you're here. I'm I'm gonna go down and check it out." No. The spell can locate a specific <laughs> object known to you as long as you've seen it up close within thirty feet at least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain type of jewelry, apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. The spell can't locate an object. If any thickness of lead, thin sheet blocks it between you and the other path. So you might as well give it a try. I'm going to try it. Yeah. We'll be there in a minute. See, we're doing a locator spell. Are you jumping in or are you? Right. Uh, I'm going to look at it from outside. I'm going to see if the screen of my watch shifts to it. The screen of your watch shifts like a compass and it hovers towards the rear of the train. Looks like it's by the back. So we should just head back there and just leave the rest people to explore what the front is. It's hard to beat that logic when we know where the stone is. <laughs> the rest of people. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta run really quick with my monk-like speed mm-hmm. and catch up with Aiden. And I go, oh, Aiden's, you're at, Aiden, you're, Aiden, you're with Aiden. Yeah, drop Aiden. straight down, and, and, and I'll drop, mm-hmm. I'll drop down, mm-hmm. and I whisper, "We found the stone. See, it's that way. We gotta go back up and." Go to the start of the land ship. The end of the land ship. The end of the land ship. Right. Oh, I just we're we're here now that we don't we we don't want to look around. With that, it's like her to do a check job. Check that out. Boy. There's like there's like horny paintings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm walking to the go to the front carriage and like stick my head in the hole that the right break and disappear into. Okay, as you look around, you, you do you notice a lot of horny um, yeah. paraphernalia. That one doesn't even look enjoyable, eh? How do they get into that position? Yeah, you, that's pretty bendy. <laughs> you, Fogey, you head to the front carriage and you pop your head down and you look and you see the same crawl space that Briar was in. No sign of anything else, just a bit of light kind of coming from the right-hand side of the carriage if you're facing the front. You'll probably walk up right in that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Handsy. You hear this? Shh. Shh. Oh, that's that's so <laughs> Don't shush me. Get up here. How high is the carriage? It's about 15 or so feet. Not, not a huge kind of... Yeah, I don't think I can feet. jump. Oh, I'm wearing winged boots. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna oh, yeah. walk. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk back, and I'm gonna hover, fly up, and hover to get back into the hole. Yeah, you get back and into the gap through. above the top. It's a little dusty, and you see Thoki's beautiful face. And I'm just gonna reach out and touch, touch his it, cheek. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hi. Um, we have a plan. We're in the wrong carriage. Yeah. I have an item that I want to use. Is there anyone in here that should detect their thoughts? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. There's like a re- <laughs> there's like a really hot dwarf in the carriage below us. Uh, yeah, and I think he might be getting freaky with someone. I don't know for sure. <laughs> well, why would I know what his thoughts are? Why did I bother with five fucking carriages? <laughs> <Just kidding you. laughs> hey man, it's up to you. You want to test your power or not? <laughs> Go on, do it, do it. <laughs> Read their thoughts. I dare you. <laughs> no. 
I'm vetoing it now. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it looks like it was a really complex. You need like a code and stuff to get through the door. So. <laughs> and while I lied that I'm staff, I don't actually have access to that shit. Fine, let's just go through the door. Yeah, all right. Fuck it. Why not? <laughs> you drop down. You crawl down. You head through the door at the at the back of the first carriage. Pull open the door and the wind and noise kind of bellows through and there's like a rickety chain kind of walkway between the two, uh, sturdy enough, and you kind of walk over it, open the other door. You guys, you two, are kind of looking, staring up at these filthy, filthy images, kind of aghast. Open the door and you see these two kind of staring up at this horny art and no one else. You do notice the empty pedestal. Uh, as you walk into your right, you notice the sculpture of the thinking, the thinking Asimar. And you also notice a little bay window with what looks like a hobgoblin in there doing some sort of circular motion and behind a door, a Gross. bunch of <laughs> noises. You shut the door behind you and you're both in this carriage. Biff, you are still on the roof. Where did they go? <laughs> Why aren't they back yet? They're down here. I can't hear anybody. It's too windy up here. I cast <laughs> Get in the carriage. You hear this thundering voice come oh, from no. inside the carriage and you guys turn and look as the hobgoblin kind of frowns a little bit, looks through this tiny little service bay window. I'm immediately going to lie flat on the floor. <laughs> uh, Aiden's going to try and hide behind the, like, the uh, pedestal. He <laughs> opens the bay window. And that's where we're going to pick up next time. Hey! of the mind flip. Thanks for listening to Theatre of the Mind Flayer. We go live on all good podcast apps every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. If you didn't like it, well, stiff shit, you already listened to it. Reach out to us on Twitter at mindflayer underscore pod and on Instagram at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. Thanks, babies. 